I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Grand Final Week on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We've got the Gurus picking the Melbourne Storm, taking on the 17 in a row, the high-flying Penrith Panthers. It's going to be a massive week on the podcast. This is the only podcast you need this week. We are going to have content falling out of our ass. Stay tuned. It's going to be a massive one. Let's kick it off. On Sunday, the Penrith Panthers, they return to Grand Final Day for the first time since 2003, 17 years ago since the Panthers last played in a Grand Final. Of course, that night they beat the Sydney Roosters, and today I'm going to take you back to the 2003 Grand Final. Now, obviously to set the scene, the Sydney Roosters, yeah, they're the red-hot favourites in this game. They're wearing their white away jersey. Penrith are wearing their black home jersey. It's going to be the same on Sunday. The Melbourne Storm are in their white away jersey. The Penrith Panthers wearing their home black jersey, and the Penrith Panthers this year, they'd come from nowhere, yeah. They the year before they really struggled. There was you know, there was not a huge amount of signs that the Penrith Panthers were about to do this. They really came from nowhere and you know, there was probably more signs that the that the twenty twenty team showed, but this team, they really did come from nowhere. Up against the heavy hitters of the NRL, the Sydney Roosters. Of course they'd won the premiership in two thousand and two. They'd made the grand final in two thousand. So this was their third grand final in four years, of course, looking to take the back-to-back premierships. Now, just like 2020, the Penrith Panthers, they were the minor premiers in this game, but the Sydney Roosters came into this game red-hot favourites, and from the very start of the game, you could see why the Roosters were the favourites, led by one of the Penrith Panthers' favourite sons, Brad Fittler, of course. In the mid-90s, he'd made the change from the Sydney, from, from the Penrith Panthers to the Sydney Roosters, with Gus Gould, obviously, there, and he was now the captain coming up against the Penrith Panthers. The last time Penrith Panthers were in a Grand final was 1991, and Brad Fittler was in that side and won that premiership with them. So it was a re- real strange sort of turn of events there. Obviously, Freddie came up against his old side. There was a heap of storylines in this one. And as I said, the Roosters were the heavy favourites, but the Penrith Panthers, they weren't backing down in any way, shape, or form. And the first set of six, it really set the scene, and it showed why the Roosters were the favourites. So the defending premiers running from right to left. And I wonder what thoughts are going through. Finally, the mind of Brad Fittler. Raised out at the foot of the mountain. He kicks off. 
their title. Gower takes it off the feet. Pulitzer's tackled and just made the field of play. Such was the chase on the kickoff. The Roosters of the early 2000s, they were best known for their defensive efforts. Yeah, They were the first team that really led the rugby league world in line speed. They would get up and they would just belt and bash. And this was the set of six where they probably did their best work over the two years. The Panthers, they, they caught the ball in the in goals off the kickoff. The first tackle, they got tackled one metre out, as you just heard there. They ended up kicking the ball on fifth tackle on their 10-metre line. The Roosters did not let them get out of their 15-metre line. They threw the ball back to the 10-metre line and Craig Gower kicked it deep to Anthony Minicello. This really set the tone and this is what the Roosters were about. This is what the Penrith Panthers were up against. The Roosters, they were the fittest team in the comp. They were the strongest team in the comp. And going into this week, John Lang, he essentially said to his boys, look, I've had a look at the tape. I've done all my homework. I don't know how we can beat these guys. I don't really see a weakness. There's only one way we're going to beat them. We're going to tackle harder and we're going to run harder than them. And that would that really summed up the Penrith Panthers in 2003. Preston Campbell plays it, and here's Prittis going for a dummy half run, getting it 10 metres from the line. Tackle number five. Campbell to the left, puts the kick in. Minicello will cover it up. In the pissing rain out at Homebush, the Penrith Panthers and the Sydney Roosters, their forward packs were just going head-to-head. It was a game that was played through the middle third for the opening 30, 40 minutes, and they just belted and bashed each other. You could already see, though, that one man was making the difference, and that's Luke Prittis. You just heard him then. A couple of his scoots that he was taking were sensational. 10 and 15-metre darting runs, putting the Sydney Roosters on the back foot. This play here, Luke Prittis, he splits the markers and he makes 15 metres. Yeah, he takes it all the way to the Roosters, about five-metre line. Off the back of that, Roosters are on the back foot. It's your little guys that come in to touch the footy. you got Preston Campbell here who comes in, puts in a deft kick into the in goals. All of a sudden, the Roosters are on the back foot. They've got pressure building on them. The Roosters weren't used to playing behind like this. Yeah, Penrith, their forward pack was getting the better of them. It was wet footy, so it just brought the fundamentals of the game and the basics back to the forefront, which the Penrith Panthers were doing perfectly. And Luke Prittis, he'd already started to show that he was on fire tonight. I think most people would have thought that Nathan probably would have been in more grand finals. Made by Prittis. Prittis to the 20 metre line. Here's Rooney. Here's the first try. There's the first points. Rooney has scored for the Panthers. The first try of the grand final there scored by Luke Rooney out on the left wing for the Penrith Panthers. And this play, it all comes from the run of Scott Sattler. Sats, he takes it up. He gets to his elbows and knees. Yeah, something I talk about in the modern game all the time. It's always been one of the keys to rugby league. And here, Sattler, he gets to his elbows and knees. He gets a quick play of the ball. And Luke Prittis, he looks up. He plays eyes up footy in the pissing rain. He just takes off. Yeah, this is the first of Luke Prittis' tries. He blitzes him up the middle. And then he manages to find Luke Rooney out on the left wing for a fantastic try. The Penrith Panthers go up 6-0 and the Roosters, they're a little bit rattled, but it wouldn't take them long to strike back. 18 metres out from the line, they go for the short side. Walker, Walker, speculator, ball goes to ground, picked up by Wesser, and Wesser's got the ball for Penrith. He loses it in the tackle. It's all over the place. Bill Harrigan said play on. Restarts the tackle count.
absolutely centimetres away from the line. Now it's gone out to Finch, and they're in trouble, the Panthers. Flannery uses Hegarty. Hegarty's in to score. Hegarty scores first place for the defending Premier. The Roosters hit back here in fashion. It's a really interesting play. It's a bit hard to hear on the audio, but if you remember this game, Craig Wingy takes it down the short side. He finds him in a cello. He throws it to Ryan Cross at right centre. He gives it to Chris Walker. There's a little half opportunity there for Chris Walker down the right edge. And Penrith, they scramble really well, and they go to push him into touch. And Walker just throws it back infield, yeah? Reese Wesser comes up with the ball, and then Reese Wesser drops it. And all of a sudden, there's a loose ball on the ground. And this is where it comes down to hunger. Who wants this ball more in that moment? And this is where a champion like Brad Fittler stands up. He dives at that ball 100%. You quite often see here, you know, guys will come in and they'll try and kick it or they'll try and pick it up as they're moving. Freddie just understands you win the game when you have the ball in your hand and Freddie throws his body on it and gets on that ball. Yeah, wet footy, you need the football in your hand. You need to be building pressure. And Freddie understands this. Penrith, they've just scrambled over to the right. They're in a bit of trouble. Freddie dives on this ball. Jason Kalos takes it over to the sticks. He almost scores. He's got the ball over his head. They pull him back. Desperation by Penrith. So they've gone from the right edge to the centre where they needed a heap of men there. There is space on the left edge now. And Brett Finch, he knows this. He gets the ball and he swings it straight out to Chris Flannery. He heads towards the left corner and he turns Shaggedy, Shannon Hegarty underneath him. Hegarty goes straight through. They simply just stretch the Penrith defense too much. The champions are back in the game. Penrith now, they're in a bit of trouble. They they had this play wrapped up. Reese Wesser had that ball in his hand. They had Chris Walker force over the sideline and they gave the defending champions a little sniff. Now they've got to fight their way through it. This is in the 47th minute, so we're coming into the last 30 minutes of the grand final. We're locked at six all. This is championship minutes, and this is where the championship play that everyone remembers from this grand final happens. Scott Sattler, 54th minute. Brilliant defence by the Sydney Roosters. And now it's from Prittis away to Girdler. It's come off the feet of the Roosters. Fiddler's gone after it. Then he scoops the ball away to Byrne. Byrne puts on a fend. Then he puts on a sprint. Sattler is chasing. Fifty-fourth minute, as we said, Scott Sattler comes up with this perler. Ryan Gerber puts in a kick. He's heading for the in goals. He gets a rebound, and Brad Fittler scoots it up and throws a pass to Todd Byrne. Now, one little underrated moment in this play is this pass by Fittler. You got to remember, it is pissing with rain. It is torrential out there. I was out there that night. It was so wet, and for Freddie to pick that ball up on the fly and throw a diving, you know, ten-meter pass and hit Todd Byrne on the chest, incredibly impressive. Now, Todd Byrne, he starts to run up. He breaks one tackle, and he sort of trips for. A a couple of metres there, yeah, which slows his momentum, which gives Sattler the opportunity to catch up. But Sattler had come from the other side of the field, yeah. I think he'd taken, the, the hit, not the hit up before, but the hit up before that. And this tackle is simply amazing. Guys should not be making these tackles. In a grand final, it defies belief. In my opinion, this is still the greatest tackle we've ever seen. I don't think we'll ever see a better tackle than this. Considering the stage they are on, the moment in the game, as I said, 25 minutes to go, scores are locked at six all. This is a massive play by Scott Sattler. You can see Todd Byrne, he doesn't even, you know, he doesn't even consider kicking infield or running infield. He just backs himself because nine times out of ten, you'll get away from a lock forward. But this is what Scotty Sattler brings, yeah. His father, John, he was a grand final hero. We all know the stories about Johnny Sattler. And this is the moment that Scott Sattler deserved. This was his last game for the Penrith Panthers. And it's sort of 
sort of forgotten in this game that he, you know, it's not forgotten he made this tackle, but he was the man that, that made the run that I mentioned earlier that led to the first try. He got to his elbows and knees, and Luke Prittis was able to take advantage of it. Now, he's going to have another big play in about eight minutes or so, and I'm about to play that for you now. Craig Gower goes down on fourth tackle. Fifth tackle, they need someone to kick it. Scotty Sattler steps up, puts up an absolute perler. Where's Campbell? No, Prittis pass to the... Left side with, or the right side with Sattler. Sattler's kick is high. Minicello, he loses the ball forward and it's struck an opposition player. That will be a scrum. It'll be a loose head and feed for the Panthers and maybe a problem for the Roosters. Maybe a problem for the Roosters. This was a massive issue for the Sydney Roosters. Now, Scott Sattler, as I said, he came up with a tackle before a massive moment in that game and then he stepped up again here. Craig Gower got tackled on fourth tackle, and you hear Sturlow, the commentator, say, where's Preston Gamble? He finds Scotty Sattler on the right edge, and he puts up this perfect bomb, yeah? Didn't come down with snow on it, but it was high enough, and the distance was perfect that Minicello had to dive into bodies to try and take it, and this is Anthony Minicello, you know, back then. He was the best fullback in the game. He did not drop balls. He was massive on the big stages. He just never made mistakes, Anthony Minicello, and in the pouring rain, this was the perfect kick that the Panthers needed. This was the Roosters and Anthony Minicello's worst nightmare. And this does become a major issue for the Roosters. at 6 all at the moment. And this kick, it gives the Penrith Panthers a new set of six on about the Roosters' 25. A massive moment in this game. And it's about to be turned on its head by the Clive Churchill medalist. Critters waits and he looks at Campbell. He goes away and throws the dummies over. The underdogs in the Penrith Panthers, they've taken the lead 12-6 through their hooker, Luke Prittis. Now, of course, Sterlo just mentioned there that Luke Prittis, he played in the 2000 grand final with the Brisbane Broncos. He's one of the few guys with grand final experience in this side. And, geez, did he make it count. He had an absolute blinder. He's got him to 12-6 at the moment. He's late on the first try. He scored the second. By this point, he's made about 40 tackles. Luke Prittis is having an absolute night out. Now, Luke Prittis, he, he took this run and scored off the back of a Martin Lang hit up. Now, Martin Lang in this game, obviously his father, John Lang, another little connection to this 2020 side, the father and coach. Uh, sorry, the son and father, uh, player and coach. Now, Martin Lang, he absolutely terrorized this Roosters pack. And when you have a look at their pack, off the top of my head, you've got Kalis, Morley, Fitzgibbon, Ricketson. They were star-studded this side, and he really took it to them. He had a massive light night out, Martin Lang, and he took the hit up before this try that split the Roosters a little bit, and it gave Luke Prittis the opportunity to take advantage of it and cross over for a meaty. Now, a few minutes later, about eight eight minutes later or so, we get to the 73rd minute, and the Penrith Panthers are still up 12-6, and they're looking to set up for a field goal. Luke Prittis, he had other things in mind. More in and Craig Gower have a shot. So it's with Prittis and now Lang. And Lang takes it towards the 10 metre line. That was perfect. Opened it up. Now Campbell's in position. So is Gower. They take another one. Prittis goes wide to Rooney's over. Rooney's in. His second try. It is Penrith's fourth. They go out to lead by 16 points. 
12 6 to the Penrith Panthers, and they're in the box seat. Only seven minutes left on the clock, and they set up for the field goal. Craig Gower is ready in the pocket to take this shot. Martin Lang takes another fantastic hit up, and Luke Prittis, all he does is look up. He sees that all eyes are on Craig Gower here for this field goal, and he knows there's an opportunity. And he also knows that during the week, they've done their homework. They know that Chris Walker, defensively, he always comes in, yeah? And this is what tends to happen when you take a field goal. We've seen it over over the last few years. And we saw it actually in this season earlier that year when the Roosters played Canterbury. And Canterbury did the exact same thing, yeah? They set up for this play, and then they chucked it out to the, to the left side, and they took advantage of, of Chris Walker when he was creeping in a little bit, yeah? And this is where Luke Prittis, this is the play of the game for me. The tackle of Scott Sattler was fantastic, but this pass in the pouring rain was sensational. He looks right. He comes out to the left. He's going on his own. There's not much on. And as soon as he, he looks up, he sees that Chris Walker, he's come in field just as they expected him to do all week, and they take advantage of it. Luke Prittis throws an absolute perler. It's about a 15, 20-metre pass that hits Luke Rooney on the chest, and he goes through untouched. And the Panthers go up 16-6. to They kick the goal. They're leading 18-6 with only six or seven minutes to go on the clock, and they would wind it down and take out this premiership and complete this unbelievable fairy tale. That's one try and two tries for Luke Prittis. A massive game, and as I've said the last few weeks, the most dominant performance by anyone in a grand final we've seen. Look at this, Shane Richardson. John, I know you were confident, but you can believe it's happened. Oh, it's just great. Fantastic. I just, I just hope I don't wake up from tomorrow morning and find out it's still Sunday, that's all. We have watched you age on the sideline during the year. Some days you've looked 100. Right now you're like an 18-year-old. Yeah, thanks. Good on you, John. Go to your players. John Lang winning coach. Right. I just hope I don't wake up tomorrow and it's still Sunday. One of my favourite quotes in rugby league history from Johnny Lang there, the Petty Panthers coach, at the end of the 2003 grand final. Just unbelievable scenes there. It was one of those seasons, it's the first time in a long time that we had one of those seasons in rugby league where it really showed that anyone can win it. The Penrith Panthers, they came from absolutely nowhere that year. And then two years later, we'd have the West Tigers, who would do similar, if not better. An incredible grand final. And as I've said a lot this week, and you'll probably hear it again, Luke Prittis, the game that he played here is one of the best games you'll ever see from anyone in a grand final. Scotty Sattler, we've got him jumping on the podcast later this week to talk about, you know, obviously his father's grand final experiences, Johnny Sattler. Scott's himself in the 2003 grand final. He, you know, he relived some of the key moments in that game and of course we have a preview of Sunday's grand final between the Penrith Panthers and the Melbourne Storm. The Panthers, they love an underdog story. They loved it in 2003. They loved it in 1991 and they can't wait for Sunday. It's going to be a cracking game. Really enjoyed reliving this grand final. A dream come true for all the Penrith faithful. Uh, it is a dream come true. The Penrith Panthers, the 2003 Telstra Premiers. 
Thanks again for tuning in to the Rugby League Guru podcast. Really enjoyed that new style of pod. Let me know uh, in the review section or slip into my DMs on Instagram. Let me know your thoughts on that one. It could be something we do pretty consistently. Planning on doing another one for the Melbourne Storm this week. Obviously, we're going to go back to their last premiership. 2017 where they defeated the North Queensland Cowboys. Enjoy the rest of the week. Plenty more to come on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Keep kicking the corners and as always, play smart footy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.